T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 746, 14 till 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Chilly Tuesday morning, counting down to the end of November and hurricane season, which, thank the Lord Almighty, has been quiet for us and most of the country. Uh, it's 47 degrees now, and it's only going up to 59. And then some frost possibly tonight, lows of 32 north shore, 40 south shore, and highs of 64 tomorrow. Michael Glasser joins us, our friend, Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano. Good morning, Captain. How are you? Good morning, sir. I always mess this up. 46 years on a job? Yeah, I'm in my 47th year. Yeah. I got it right. Well, you, what do you know? Um, tell, me you what, like tell me what's going on at NOPD with uh, recruitment and retention and the average officer on the street. All right. Well, uh, as far as recruitment is concerned, we are hiring more people than we have in the past, and that's a good thing. Um, I'm, I am a little concerned. I read yesterday, as I'm sure everyone did, in the articles that were presented uh, by the media, uh, and the way it was described as the civil service test was made more passable was the way it was described, and I have a little concern about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. It sounds to me like they made it easier to pass, which means they may have lowered the standard somewhat. I don't know that for a fact, but that's what that, what that article implies, so I'm a little concerned about that, but... We are hiring or, or interviewing more people, and in the end, that's that's always a good thing. Now, attrition-wise, you know, the question is, how many do we actually keep? Well, we're we're keeping a little more than we used to, so that's trending in the right direction, also. So I want to make that clear that we are trending in the right direction, but we're still upside down. We're still losing more people than we're hiring. We're just doing so at a lower rate. So that's a good thing. It's a good trend, but we're way far from out of the woods. You know, as I was watching the uh, news story yesterday on TV, I had that exact thought about you can't just, and this is no disrespect to anybody that applied or that entered their class. I have no idea about any of any any of these people, anything at all. I have no idea under what standards they applied. But, Captain, the thought I had was that it can't just be anybody, right? And when it comes to concerns about lowering standards, are there sp- specific standards about which you're worried? Well, all of them, frankly. I mean, uh, you know, all well, of the— Give us an example, uh, maybe. Let me ask it that way. For for the average person that's never applied or knows what you need or don't need, what would be some of the things that would would get your attention? Well, the things that, that we look for, obviously, are, are background issues. Uh, you want to make sure nobody has a criminal background or, or the types of things that they have are trivial or minor or that should not be impactful— going forward for a police career, sometimes those are 
reduced or the time period for which they'll forgive it has been reduced. You want to make sure that their psychological tests are still up. We don't want people that have the wrong mindset to come on this job. We don't want that to happen. You have to look at things like credit scores and things like that. How have they managed their lives up to this point? And are they coming on board with serious financial debt, serious problems that can put us in an awkward position in the event they're faced with situations they have to make uh, uh, ethical decisions on? And you want to make sure that they have the physical ability to do the job. Uh, We don't want to reduce those either because it's sometimes a very physical job. So there's a lot of things that go into hiring a candidate and then monitoring them through the academy process and through field training process. Hopefully, if there are any deficiencies, they're discovered then. And sometimes you can tell that through how many people you hire versus how many people actually make it and stay on the street. And that's really the big question. You know, people ask all the time, how many people did you hire? And that's really the wrong question. You get an answer, but it's not really the answer you were looking for because you're not asking the question you really wanted. There's a difference between hiring people and keeping people. For example, the last class, we graduated 23 people, but we hired 33. Mm-hmm. So when you ask the city how many did they hire, they're going to say they hired 33, and they're not lying. They're, they're telling the truth. But we didn't graduate 33. We graduated 23. So if you really want to know how many people we netted out of the deal, you have to ask that question properly. And a lot of times we don't do that. And the question that should be asked is how many did we hire and how many are still on the street today? How many have left either in training right after FTO or after they got off FTO of the people we hired that year? And that will give you a more true picture, but we generally don't ask that question. So you don't get the accurate answer you're looking for. You've been around a long time, as we said, you're in your 47th year. Let me take a break. We come back. Everything old is new again. Have we been through this before with NOPD, and how did it turn out? I also want to talk about lateral transfers with Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, in his 47th year on the job. I bet he's seen some things. 751, 9 till 8, traffic now, WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 756 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Captain Michael Glasser, 47 years on the job in his 47th year. President Pano, Captain, when we talk about um, uh, lowering standards, et cetera, if, in fact, that has happened, first of all, do you know if that's happened or not? Well, I don't. Uh, You know, this uh, issue just came up, and I didn't realize that they had changed the civil service test, Uh, not something I generally monitor, Mm -hmm. but when I saw the article and it said they made the test more passable, uh, you know, that was the conclusion I drew from that comment. I, I haven't explored it any deeper than that, having just seen it yesterday. But right. uh, that suggests to me that something has been done to make it more passable. I don't know how many options you really have to make that happen. But, uh, you know, again, we don't want that to translate into a substandard uh, a recruit. And hopefully we don't have any of those. <clears throat> and, you know, we're hoping everything goes through uh, properly and, and they all come out as good officers. But, it does leave me with a little bit of concern as to what we're doing to, to lower the bar. And you've been around a while in your 47th year on the job. Has this happened before in NOPD history where standards have been lowered and the results were not so good? 
Oh, yes. Unfortunately, uh, I was around when that happened, and it was catastrophic. Tell it me was about a very it. bad idea. Well, I think we all know uh, the Antoinette Franks issue and the Len Davis issues. We don't, we don't want to repeat those. And we had a number of other officers that were less infamous but equally as, as bad. And uh, we don't want that to happen again. You, it's, you know, this is not a business that you want to give the responsibility and authority to individuals who are not capable of exercising it legally and properly and ethically. So we have to be very careful who we hire, and we have to monitor them very carefully. It's not something you want to short, shortcut. Because it sounds like we're, we're in a hole now, and, and something like that would dig the hole even deeper and be harder to get out of. Accurate? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in an effort to try to boost numbers, you don't want to take on that one individual that's going to turn around and wind up being famous for the next 30 years. And you on, don't want that to happen. And on death row. Um, tell me about lateral transfers. How important are those, and what kind of difference can that make? <laughs> well, laterals are great things because we get officers who are already trained, already experienced. Remember, we graduate people out of the academy. They didn't have four months of FTO training. That's field training that we have to go through before they're on the street by themselves. So it takes 10 months to make an officer. And then they're a brand-new rookie. Okay, But when we get lateral officers, they have anywhere from a year to 10, 15 years' experience coming on board. So. They're already proven. They're already trained. They're already experienced. They're very good. They know what they're getting into. They probably live in the area. They're not going anywhere. They're not, they don't have a home to go back to. That's why they're staying on board in another department nearby, or they've come here from another department. So they generally tend to prove to be very, very good assets, and we just have to attract more of them. Thank you, Captain. Appreciate your work and the job you do and you taking the time with us. Have a good day. Be safe. All right, Captain Michael Glasser, President of Panel. We'll take a break, come back, talk to Aaron Holmes about some new crime cameras in the French Quarter. Low-hanging cameras, if you will, back in a flash, WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.